All right, real quick, we're going to uh, do a bonus quick episode because uh, I just feel like talking. Um, Brandon's still here with me. And so we're talking about, real quick, your thoughts of under Underwater. Um, it's a spoiler because we both, uh, he gave a non-spoiler review. Uh, did I give a non-spoiler yeah, on here? No, no, you did not do any reviews at all on here. Yeah, I just told you how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah, so... Uh, we're going to talk about it real quick, uh, underwater and then, um, whatever else is coming up and coming out that you're looking forward to real quick. All right. So underwater, uh, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, I know that you didn't really like the ending. Um, not that I hated the ending or anything. It's just, I didn't like how it was done, you know, with Kristen Stewart's character. Plus the ending, they just went with like like what was it like? Wasn't even like newspaper clippings, was it? It was just yeah like fonts, fonts, articles and stuff yeah. saying like uh, how they got, how the newspaper covered it up. No, yeah. not newspaper, but the uh, organization yeah covered up the um, incident. Um, I told you I would like to go see again actually, but I'll probably wait till it comes out on DVD, Blu-ray. Yeah, I um. This year so far, we've had one bad movie. Well, there's been several. I heard like a boss is bad, uh, but I haven't seen it, so I, I can't say. Beth said it was good. Uh, Doolittle, supposedly really, really awful. They someone said this. The, it's the Cats of 2020. I heard that it's the Cats 2.0. Yeah, um, but Beth liked that too. So, I, but I I can't say I haven't seen them, so I can't say. Um, but. I don't know. I'm looking forward to... I didn't see Morbius. I did not see the trailer. I've seen people talk about it. I'm trying my best to avoid that trailer because I just want to see the movie. Uh, I'm trying... You know, if I if I can, I, I'm going to try to avoid some trailers if possible. I feel like trailers today have a tendency to ruin things. Um, but this is like just a brief thing. So I just want to talk real quick uh, about Underwater. I enjoyed... Um, I enjoyed the atmosphere of it. I thought it was very claustrophobic, especially the scene where she's crawling through that little uh, duct. uh, Not air duct, but that little collapsed portion. And there's a dead body right there. And all that. And that was the first jump scare for me. Yeah, Um, me too. (laughs) But it was good. It was was good. It wasn't like exaggerating. Like like sometimes you see a jump scare like that, you see the hand come flying in the frame like, you know, like that. That that scene was actually reminding me of Jaws. When Hooper's going under and comes across Ben Gardner's uh, face and uh, one of his eyeballs is missing. Oh, wow. So, uh, it just kind of jumped at you like that. So, it's just like, yeah. It's like, uh, so, that's what you was talking about. That's the Jaws yeah. reference. Yeah. It, it probably wasn't for them, but it, it's what it reminded me it of. It must have been. Like, that movie had a, had a feel of Jaws uh, to uh, some extent of... Like not showing the, the creatures uh, sometimes, yeah. allowing just the atmosphere to pull you in. That's what Jaws was known for: was taking the atmosphere, knowing that there's a shark there, but not seeing that there's a shark there, and yeah. you responding to a shark that you hadn't actually seen. Um, and it's because that Bruce had so much mechanical issues on set. The the sharks that they had had so much problems, um, but. Yeah, but Jaws is just, it's one of the best movies of all time. But um, uh, 
And so I agree with you on that. But uh, this movie, I think, I think that this is a movie that is going to age well. I think that it's going to uh, end up being on people's list of best um, horror. Like, I won't, I wouldn't even say it's sci-fi. I would call it horror. It's, it would be, it, but I don't know what category do you call an underwater horror? Is just like an underwater horror film. Is that like a genre in itself? Uh, well, in books there is. It's like submarine, <laughs> not submarine, submarine terror. Oh, marine terror. Okay. But so okay, I like I listened to the John Campy show. You know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they discussed underwater, like a couple of days ago, and I got the feeling they didn't like it. <laughs> they thought it was it's been done before. You know, it's a genre film that's been done before, like Abyss or Alien, and I, I just I hate that point of view I just yeah I don't agree with everyone that everything that everybody says man like when people's like like okay I can see where you can see some subtle references and nods towards alien yeah but I don't think this is not that movie it is not alien it's not but I don't think it's really even trying to be alien you know it's trying to be its own film and I thought that it would it did well with the uh creatures one that like like the, that one thing like it's very intense Every time the walking, just every time, every scene up underwater was so intense. And uh, when they was walking to the, uh, uh, on the bottom of, of the seafloor yeah. and can't really see in front of them, that's intense because you're thinking anything could be out there, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you think, um, uh, like, about the the monsters that they had, the creatures they had on there was so... The scene where they was like going through, it's almost like walking through. Uh, there's a what movie is it? Uh, oh, that beautiful movie of uh, what's that? What's that movie, man? We watched it uh last year, uh, for like uh, versus mode. It's the one where she's stuck on a rock. Oh, shallows, shallows. Isn't there a scene where she goes and she's like trying to weave her way through uh, uh, jellyfish? Yeah, and it's that intense scene. Like, I felt intense there. That's how I felt when they were trying to walk through all these creatures sleeping. Yeah. Trying to make it to that door. I felt that way. I felt like, oh, my goodness. It, it reminded me of walking through jellyfish, trying to get through jellyfish without getting stung. Yeah. And that's that's, that's what that's what came across to me. And I was like, oh, man. And um, then the, the reveal that they're not even the big bad. That they're just like parasites hosting and feeding on the big bad and I love and that is a direct reference to Cloverfield because you couldn't find out the monsters you're seeing in Cloverfield are just parasites living on the bigger monster that is like destroying the city yeah the first Cloverfield the first first yeah the the only Cloverfield I count um count the others the one with John Goodman was fun it's a good movie that's the only that was the only two I count that last one I didn't I didn't, I didn't see the one that's on Netflix. It's not good. It really isn't. It really isn't. Somebody said, uh, Brandon, that this movie should have been what uh, this movie is what that Netflix Cloverfield should have been. Yeah, I agree. Like, you could easily put this in the Cloverfield universe. I mean, easily. I don't. But, you know, it is what it is. It yeah. was a Fox property, apparently. Is Cloverfield Fox? No. 
Um, nah, it's JJ Abrams property. iRobot. Oh, okay. Whatever. It, Bad Robot? Bad Robot. Bad iRobot. But, Will Smith. <laughs> but, um. Bad Robot, yeah. I think that the movie, man, uh, was fun. Uh, you're right. Uh, uh, the one guy. DJ. DJ. DJ was funny. He was funny. And yes, his jokes didn't all hit with me, although it hit with you it every single me. time. He opened his mouth, you like, chuckled. Um, but he was funny. And then you noticed that when, and I thought as soon as he died, as soon as he died, um, he and his death was, was very graphic. Like, he gets sucked out of his suit. At first, I thought it was just his leg getting ripped off, but it was he got literally pulled from his suit. Yeah. Um, but um, I knew that he was gonna die in the moment they gave uh the Twinkie or whatever it was, the moon cake or whatever, to uh dude say, hey, give this to your girlfriend. She's nice and give you know take the money and uh, take the thing. You know, I knew that it set up that he was dying. You know that he's mm-hmm. not gonna make it. Oh, and he's the comic relief. And, and he was the last one to go through the hole. I was like, oh, he's going to die. Yeah. That's why my first thought was, oh, he's the last one. See, I didn't think he's actually going to come <clears throat> out of that. They teased it. They, they teased his death like three times. Mm. Uh, and uh, But he was great when he was on there. Uh, funny thing, though, he I don't know if he was asked if he was going to watch this movie or not, but he tweeted, I've never seen Underwater, and I never will. Hmm. I'm like, this is probably gonna be your last movie, or last thing anyone remembers you by, other than Deadpool. Uh, yeah, he. Cause I, I ain't gonna go into it. I ain't gonna do it this time. <laughs> but I ain't gonna talk about. It, but I'll talk about. It but uh, I say that, and then I have to go into it. I, I just think it's not. I don't think he'll he'll be seen much. Yeah, he ain't gonna. His career. He, his his career going that way as Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Out the window. Uh, so, um, of course, he didn't do what Kevin did, but well, I mean, these even. days, it don't matter. You could just be in the ballpark and not touch the bat <laughs> and be eliminated. So, uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, I yeah. thought I thought that he was good. I, I don't, the most annoying character for me was the girl, not Kristen, but the other one. I, I was surprised that she survived to the end. I surely thought oh, that they would yeah. find them dead. And and then I thought when Kristen was trying to find them and she kept hearing them, I thought that I thought that it was I thought we was getting uh um forty meters, forty seven meters down type of thing where maybe her oxygen is messing with her and she's yeah. hearing them but not they're not really there. I didn't know what was gonna be the, the end all with that. I was thinking why are you going back out there? I guess she's wanting to try to make it to that facility. Yeah. Um, but find them. Uh, I think that that guy clearly wouldn't survived. No, so. he <clears throat> he looked dead to me. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this: I was actually surprised at who survived. Uh, mm-hmm. because you know, if they would have went the traditional way with it, then you really could have compared it to Alien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the way they went with it, I was surprised. I. Yeah, like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> she like she didn't, um, and there was a few times she kept doing something where she would touch her chest, like yeah. inside her chest. I wondered if there was gonna play back to something like maybe she had a, a operation or something, or or I don't know what that was, but um, uh, yeah, I think that uh, I thought ultimately it was a good movie. 
I think that I compared it to Crawl when I did my little uh, spill um, on Letterbox uh, because Crawl is so underestimated and underrated. It's such a great movie, um, but a lot of people probably never see it, and it will just go. Some people hate on it. Yes, it reminds them of Jaws. Yeah, but it's a, it's actually a good uh, successor to Jaws because it takes it. Yeah, and and it doesn't feel contrived. It doesn't feel like, oh, it never happened. It feels like, yeah, in Florida, alligators can flood into your house because of a hurricane. That seems like a logical thing that could truly happen. And so I didn't feel like. Yeah, I would never. Want I didn't to. feel like that. That was, huh? I would never want to live in Florida. Now. Yeah, yeah. This makes me not want to ever live in Florida. Yeah, and then this movie, I, it felt like it could happen. It felt like the underwater. If you're going up under the like so many levels under the underneath Seven the sea, miles down. yeah, that you don't know what's down there. You no. don't know what. There's so many things that God has created in this world, in this in this world right here, that we have never seen. There's creatures that has been created that we don't even know that exist. And so I believe that you can really, literally, nobody has explored all of the sea, all of the de- depths of the ocean. There is stuff that is still around. There was a fish that was in Africa that people thought was extinct at one point that they've been hunting for years, you know, and it was a prehistoric fish. And so, yeah, I think that there, that's why I give more credence to movies like this that is placed underneath the sea because it seems, it seems more realistic to happen as in outer space. It doesn't seem as likely to happen. But space fiction seems faker than sea fiction. The sea fiction is possible. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Also, they said on the John Campy show that one of the guys he was with, he would rather go back and watch Meg than watch this. And here's... And I actually commented on YouTube. Because, you know, I'm a Meg fan. Mm-hmm. But this is what Meg should have been. <laughs> this is actually what it should have been. I, I honestly, should have been this. Because mm. uh, that's the tone of the novels. Compared to what we got. Yeah. But. I agree. Uh, and I also and shot at Godzilla, King of Monsters, because this was better. Yeah. But this, the movie is, it, you know, people are going to hate on it. Uh, people are not going to like it. But I think it's, people didn't like uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's The oh, Thing, when it first came out. You know what I mean? When it first came out, it was a flop. People thought that it was a bad movie. Like, but over years, that is John's best. I will humbly say this, knowing that I'm a Halloween fan. is John's best best film that he's ever made is The Thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think this Underwater would probably, if we did like a list, best creature films or something, this probably makes my top ten. Yeah. I, I would... I feel confident I could say that without yeah. actually looking up the movies, but I think it would make my top 10, if not top 15. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But I, it was a it was a good film. I still stand by. I gave it a 4.5. I still stand by that, I think. Yeah. And you gave it a 5. Yeah, I gave it a 5 because it was a fun, I had fun watching that movie, man. I was in the theater. It was surprising. Uh, it surprised me. And, and as Brandon told you, and then also, as you, from our, uh, uh, Movies to looking forward to video, uh, uh, you know, episode. I told you that I wasn't really, I didn't think it was going to be 
all that, right? Or did I say it looks like it could be surprising, but yeah. you know, I forgot what I said. But at first, I was like, I'm not really, you know, I was the same way with Crawl. I was like, I'll watch it, but I don't know if it's gonna be good. You know, Crawl surprised me. It surprised the hell out of me. I had fun. It surprised I enjoyed it. me too, but I thought it was gonna be good. I, I had high hopes of Crawl. Yeah, but this one truly surprised you. Then. Oh yes, this one really surprised me. I thought it was gonna be maybe decent. Uh, that was the highest I was willing to go, uh, just because Kristen Stewart was in it. I'm just not a big fan of hers. Mm. Uh, but I will see more of her work now after watching this. I will never take a shot at Twilight again. Mm-hmm. Not that I did before. I mean, occasionally. You know, but not aggressively. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so I just want to touch on that real quick that we we enjoyed the film. Uh, oh, one other thing. Yeah. Because this was also brought up too. Do you think this movie would have done better with a different actress than Kristen Stewart? I can't think of who I would put in the role other than her, honestly. Like, uh, if anybody, Florence, you know, I wouldn't put Florence in there because. I think that Kristen played it the way that it would have been, needed to be played. She didn't, uh, I don't recall if she cried or anything, but she really, she really uh, played it stoically. Yeah. And, and, but she also played it like her hands was nervous. I, the only other person I would put in that role is maybe Florence Pugh, but even then I think it's miscasting because. They say like Scarlett Johansson would, it would have made more money. Uh I don't think so. I think it could have been flop with Scarlet. Scarlet is. I don't think Scarlet is as bankable as you as as. Well, it would have cost a lot more money if you had her. It yeah. It cost eighty million, mm-hmm. so uh, it would have cost about a hundred and something if you added her. Yeah, I think Scarlet though. I I wouldn't. I okay. I can see Scarlet in this, but I don't think she's bankable. As but I don't think. think that she. I don't, I think Kristen Stewart played it like she did tremendously. Like I honestly can't see no one else in that role. It's like I don't see no one else as Ripley. You know, I don't see no one else as uh, Laurie Strode. I just I cannot see anyone playing this character. I think this is one of Scarlet, not Scarlet, but Kristen's most iconic characters that she's ever played, and I think it's not going to be recognized as that, but I think it is. That's my my thing. My I will say it's her. Like best. I wanted more of her. Yeah, I, I think it's her best performance I've seen. Uh, but of course, the one that she's always going to be known by is Twilight. Mm-hmm. Belle, well, I don't know what her name was. Was it Belle or... Bella. Bella, okay. I had the first letter right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought she was really good. I really did. And I like I liked the captain. Uh, the other two, yeah. the people that survived, they really didn't care yeah. for. But and, and the captain, and let's talk about him real quick. The captain was like so. Uh, you know, I thought it's gonna be one of those typical movies where the captain is like underhanded. You know, horror how yeah. they would do. Oh, uh, he's shady, but he wasn't. He was a stand-up guy. Yeah. The whole movie really, truly wanted for all his crew to survive. That's all he wanted was for everybody to survive and nobody to die and them all to make it where they need to go. That's the truth. And he sacrificed himself so that Kristen could live. And it's and it wasn't wasted because Kristen ended up sacrificing herself so that others could live. Yeah. So and everybody it's a movie honestly deeply about sacrifice. 
the first dude that sacrificed was the black dude that sacrificed his mask to give her the good one because she she he knows he even says I don't think I would have ever rebooted been able to get the door shut or did what you did he said that to her remember because mm-hmm. um, yeah. he says he was just nervous and she was nervous too that's the beauty thing about this is she was like shaking she was nervous you know the whole time um but she got it done and i think that he noticed how important she was to the survival of everyone and so he willingly sacrificed himself knowing that as a 99% chance that he was going to die. Probably even 100%. I don't know. I think that water pressure and the crack in that mask, he was going to die. There's no way he would survive. Because yeah. all that sea and all that, you know, um, all that pressure yeah. uh, up under the sea that that deep. He Even if he would have died anyway, like his instantly, being outside in that environment, you're instantly going to die. You cannot survive that without proper equipment. And so, he sacrificed himself. The captain sacrificed himself for her. So, it's a fitting end that she sacrificed herself for others. Yeah. I agree. Now. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't like how it all played out at the end. I, yeah. Because she didn't even try. Yeah. That's the thing. I wish she would have tried. I wish she would have. Because she fixed everything else in this movie and she couldn't go and fix that last spot. And she a mechanic. Yeah. If she would have tried, I think I've been more acceptable. Yeah. But she just, I, I don't want to say gave up, but essentially that's, she gave up her own life. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I still really enjoyed the movie. It didn't take away from my, from yeah. my experience at all. It, it was, it was a big surprise. All right. So that, what we I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, and then I want to ask you real quick about, uh, so tonight is bad boys. You said we said it's in the last episode. You're you're excited. I'm not so much. Uh, I I want to be wrong, and I wanted I wanted to be good. I I feel like now that they try to push all the movies that aren't good in January, and you know, and I never noticed that. I never noticed that. I uh, noticed. But uh, there are a couple surprises in January. Uh. But I also feel like they thought, well, nobody, there's no competition in January, right? So yeah. if you put a big movie in January, and people have said this for years, it should do a lot of business. And Bad Boys is a big movie. It is a big movie. Uh, so I never looked at it as like, well, this is going to suck. When was, uh, was, was, um, uh, Panic Room, not Panic Room, but, uh, Escape Room? Was that a January yeah. film? Was that a January release of 2018? Yeah. Um, Which did well. Was uh, Alita that, Battle Angel? I think that was February. February? Okay, I know it came out. Uh, I want to say February. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. So, like, where I have confidence in that. But anyway, uh, my point is, I think that Bad Boys, I don't know. I, I will see. I will see it. I will see it, but I don't know how it's gonna be. Right now, I'm not going in there expecting much, but I might be wrong. Uh, I, the trailers never grabbed me. The trailers, I was like, oh, okay, you know. Well, for me, it, it feels like they're back. I mean, it feels like yeah. you know, Mike, uh, 
Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. And, uh, you wanted Mike Lowry? You got Mike Lowry. <laughs> but, uh, all right, real quick, uh, I did watch uh, The Killer Inside or whatever it was, the Aaron Hernandez documentary. It was crazy. It's three episodes, but three hours is crazy. Oh, the twists and turns in that. I. I wasn't familiar with him as an athlete, but I don't do football, so. I don't I, watch football? No. Uh, but I know him uh, because of the whole murders thing, you know. I know him because of that, but I don't know. I just was like, eh, okay. Uh, but watching it, it was really interesting. I think Netflix also, though, uh, talk about stuff that I think is not really that important to, to it just, I think it was. I I don't even think that it was really something that I didn't know about, but I didn't know that, you know, I ain't trying to ruin it or anything, but I just think that Netflix, Netflix, you got to do better. Um, Down, Netflix. Down, Netflix. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but I'm also, uh, so I'm going back. I just want to tell you this real quick, and then I know what you're watching, so. What I'm reading, what I'm watching, real quick, and then we're getting get what you're reading, what you're watching. We'll, we'll cut it off, perhaps, unless you have something else to say. All right, what I'm reading is Lock and Key, because Netflix has the Lock and Key uh, series coming out in February. So I'm I'm reading volume one of it, and I'm waiting to get the volume two to end from the library. But I've read it before, but I'm re-reading re it, just get re-familiarized with it so for this show. And then I'm also listening to the audiobook of Ready Player One because I'm going to compare Ready Player One, the book, to the movie, which I liked the movie uh, when I first seen it. Have, have you ever seen it? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. And I liked it, uh, but I wasn't familiar with the book, but uh, I enjoyed it. And I know a lot of people hated on it, hated on the movie, but I don't know. I'm anxious to... Felt like a Spielberg film. Yeah, so, it felt like a Spielberg film. I know there's not, there's a lot of changes made. I, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so I wish I, it. I, I actually read the book. I kind of wish there was a more of a TV show because it could could have breathed a little bit more and got to experience more of the world. I, I think that'd been kind of cool. But um, that's what I'm reading. And then I think on Netflix, I stopped Me Medical Police because it's such a joke. Uh, <laughs> And I think the next thing that uh, is in my queue is I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead to watch uh, Hip Hop Evolution Season 4. It's only like a few episodes. I'm trying to wait for Brandon to get finished with what he's watching, which is The, the Office. Office. Brandon, tell me how you are. Where are you at? I'm Come on on. Season 9, Episode 10 of The Office. Last, last, last season, is it? Last season. I got 14 to go. Yeah, I'm sad about it. Because mm. I don't want to leave these people. <laughs> yeah. But I felt the same way about Friends. But the, I don't know, this one just feels different. Because, like, I don't know why it feels different. It just feels different. It just. I'm anticipating the return of Michael Scott. Yeah. Because I know it's coming. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how, the emotions I'm going to feel. I know when he left, I, I was bawling like a baby. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I'm going to feel the same way. But this season. That that ninth season, you can tell it was the end. I mean, Jim is doing something else in Philadelphia, so uh, you know. Felt like they're trying to you've, close everybody's. And story. then they brought in uh, 
who they called Dwight Jr., Jim Jr., which I don't really care for. Um, I'm at the point where Jim Jr. is about to steal Aaron away from Andy. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. You don't remember that? I, I don't remember what happens. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, it's 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 been a great show, though. I mean, but I would say more bingeable is Friends. Hmm. I could watch seven to eight episodes a day. This one, I, I wanna, I don't wanna watch it too quick. Yeah, you. But well, maybe it's also because you wanna allow it to breathe a little bit. Yeah. You don't want it to be over yeah. soon. You you wanna stay around these people a little bit longer. I feel like it's more story driven than Friends was though. Uh, that's just my take on it. I feel like it's just more story driven. Yeah, but. With, with friends, story. you really only could go so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even with this, the love triangles, it, it, it only could go so far. I feel like they were handcuffed a little bit. Yeah. With The Office, I don't feel it's that way. Um, but that's what I'm watching now, and I'm going to start on Parks and Rec after. I'm waiting. That's what uh, my segue was for you. So I'm, watch, I'm trying to watch these small little quick shows on Netflix so I can clear them and get them out of the way. Just so that I can kind of be able to watch Parks and Rec when you're watching Parks and Rec, so we can kind of discuss it together, and I, you know, things like that. Cause I I seen them, uh, I seen the whole series, uh, but I'm anxious to go back into it and watch it because, you know, I these shows were like fun, you know, yeah. and they're leaving Netflix, so you gotta watch them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so. That's what I'm reading. That's what I'm watching. What are you reading? Right now, I'm reading, uh, what is it called? Sunburn by R.L. Stein. Never. <laughs> hey, I watch, I read three in the, in January every year. It's nostalgia. It's what made me a reader. What actually got me into writing was reading his, his style. So, but after that, I'm going to read the, what is it? The Haunting on Hill House. I'm going to read that. And, and then you're going to watch the show? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Aaron is fist pumping. <laughs> because he's excited for Brandon to watch that show. Um, Alright, so that's what we're going to do. Um, that's what's coming up on the horizon for us. Um, also, we both have reviews on Letterboxd. Uh, you can check out both our reviews on Letterboxd. Um, I forgot my handle. I think it's Rev A-Rock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Brandon Mine's is. Brandon's Creek. Brandon Screek, check him out, check me out. Also, uh, check me out on uh, Stardust. It's a movie uh, app where you can kind of go and review movies and shows and stuff like that and react to them, quick little videos. I am uh, the Cinema Bruh on there. And then Brandon is Brandon Screek. Yeah, I'm just keeping it. On there, keep it sane. So he hasn't reviewed anything yet. I'm waiting for him to show his lovely face to the world so you all can look at him and see who he is. Um, and then, other than that, Mark Out Movie Podcast, available on all these platforms, Spotify and all of them, plus our Facebook channel, our Facebook. Is it the Mark Out Movie Podcast at Facebook? Yep. And then the Mark Out Movie Pod on Twitter and Rev A Rock on Twitter and it's now Brandon's Qu- Creek on Twitter. I just changed it all to yeah. Brandon's Creek. Everything is Brandon's Creek because <laughs> he doesn't want to wait. 
for his life to be over. Uh, so, um, well, yes. Yeah. sounds sad. I don't want your life to be over, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, I will tell you this. Uh, eventually, I will give in to pressure and watch this Dawson's Creek show. Eventually. Eventually. I, I'll do that. When's your birthday? August 19th. So, for your birthday, I'll try my best to watch Dawson's Creek. All six seasons. I'll try to oh, start I'll it tell you what, You just watch the first season. We'll see. And see, see what you think about All it. All right, I will. It's uh, only, I think, 12 episodes. Let me, let me find something for you to watch there, Brand. <laughs> um, what do I want Brandon to watch? I don't know. Because my shows was like, you probably seen a lot of them. Have you seen Quantum Leap? Some of them. I like Quantum Leap. I love Sliders back when it came on. But I have not seen Sliders. Sliders was a fun show. Uh, though it got really dumb towards the end. I want something that, like, did, did Brandon's Creek, did Dawson's Creek stay on a a good level yeah. towards the whole, the whole run? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they ended it before it got, you know, bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that, that you can watch that was like, the whole run was good. Um, I had to think of something. I don't, I can't think of off the top of my head because most shows that I've watched, the run towards the end of it, just kind of. What the Cosby Show? I didn't. I haven't watched all of oh, the Cosby Show. That would have been like one of your favorites. I love the Cosby's. I mean, I liked it. No I, offense. I seen it all the way no through. offense to anyone and Bill Cosby and stuff, but I wasn't trying to come there. I go there. But I like Cosby Show. Um, the first. Several seasons was great. Uh, I don't recall how how it ends. I haven't seen the spinoffs though. Different world and different uh, world was first couple of seasons was not as good, but then it got better when uh, Lisa when uh, when um, oh oh when, uh, I forget her name when she left the Cosby daughter left Denise when she left it, it got, got better it got better when she left she was a trouble child but anyway. Um, no offense I'm, to uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, but uh, or Jason Momoa because you know he's married to her. Is he? <laughs> yeah, that's his wife. You know I don't want to offend that guy, but uh, I offend him. <laughs> <laughs> dang, Jason, he's coming at you. Um, you butchered Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> oh my goodness, he is not letting go, Jay. All right, but um, neither did Arnold. <laughs> ooh, um, but uh. Uh, yeah, I did like that. I like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was fun. I had but, those. I had Martin too. Yeah, but I don't I, have a Family Matters though. Yeah, I'm trying to find a show. It doesn't have to be a black show. I'm trying well, to find I'm a just show. saying. <laughs> uh, Living Single is like the black version of Friends, but it's kind of it's very dated. Um, and you know, well, Friends was kind of dated though. Yeah, but you know, watching it on Netflix, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell that it was like, oh, like, I couldn't tell the time frame. You notice when they went from, uh, when they eventually got cell phones on the show, you notice the difference and stuff. But yeah, I just couldn't really tell. Um, I always like Seinfeld. Of course, I've seen every single episode of Seinfeld. Um, I have not. But Beth would kill me if I watched it without her. <laughs> I may do it. You may do it. Uh, well, all right. Well, this kind of we're just talking at this point, man. We just it's the podcast. This was about talking. No, it's about talking. But yeah, you'll hear this. Oh, he's gonna plan on watching Seinfeld without me. 
Yeah. I'm going to throw him down some stairs. That's how she said she's going to get rid of me. Throw me down some stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's all out on the podcast. Where if something happens to Brandon and he goes down some stairs, it was Beth. Beth did it. Beth, the number one fan. She did it. Um, number one super fan. Yeah, and uh, if something happens to me, it was somebody that I'm aware of. Yep. Someone you're aware of. <laughs> well, that tells us a lot, Aaron. It lives around here. Anyway. Uh, they live around here? Here. Here. They live here. 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 Well, there's only other two people that live Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, when are we going to be there? Soon. When soon? Soon. No, I don't know. Uh, I did space balls. But um, another thing, Brandon, I do want you to eventually watch more Mel Brooks movies. I have all of them. We need to watch them. We have to. But, um, yeah, that's the end of it. Uh, the podcast. I would just This was more of just a bonus episode to throw out there. Just say uh, what we thought about a movie, what we think about different things. Anything else you want to ask me or talk about? Uh, let's see. Well, we talked about what movies are coming. Did we? No, we just talked really bad about Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Okay. Oh, uh, next week, I think, after Bad Boys, is I think The Turning. The Turning and The Gentleman. I will probably watch The Turning. I'll probably watch The Turning. Because I don't don't want to, but I will. What? (laughs) Brandon just gave me a look. No love for The Gentleman either? Um, You gotta support your horror. Well, yeah, but... You gotta support horror. If I don't see it opening weekend of The Turning, I never will see it. Gentlemen, I could see some other time. Yeah, Beth wants to go see the turning. She wants to go see Mike from Stranger Things go crazy. Freaking Finn Wolfhart. What this little drum set. Listen, <laughs> Finn Wolfhart, I hope you're a fan of this show. No, let me he tell doesn't. You. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> let me tell you, you might be a major actor. It's just something about you. I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah, you were great in Stranger Things. You was great in it, but just the way that you carry yourself in the trailers for this movie, I'm like, this kid is so punchable. Oh, so it's just this movie. It's not, yeah. it's not anything else. Yeah, he might be a sweet kid. He might be a nice person in real life. He, might, he could have been when he was first on Stranger Things. He could have been a sweet kid. The fame, it just goes to your head. Yeah, I mean, I kind of seen him interacting with other people, like of his like castmates from, uh, like on like YouTube uh, videos and stuff. He's, Is he normal? Yeah, but you can tell he's he's a kid. He's a young teenager, you know. So kind of rebellious, seems rebellious. I just don't I just don't like rebellious kids. Well I mean most kids are rebellious. Yeah. I never knew I became an old man until that moment when I said I don't like rebellious kids. <laughs> Those darn kids making that racket. Yeah. Um also Eminem released an album this Yesterday, uh, real quick, I listened to the whole album. It was really good. Um, you know, what can I say? Eminem, in my opinion, is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Uh, people don't like calling him a goat, like the greatest of all time. I'll call him but, the goat. But uh, I'll call him the goat because he is. for me. He is. It's not, you know, I love Biggie. I love Pac. But I, re- I when Eminem came out, I kind of cling to Eminem. Uh, and just really just kind of where Pac came 
I got introduced to Pac a little bit later, Biggie a little later, but M, I kind of went with him his whole journey when he first hit, you know, and so I kind of stuck with Eminem. I've been an Eminem fan since uh, the Slim Shady LP, um, so his first inter- introduction to us all. So I like Eminem. Cool. I was like, who's this white dude talking about killing his mom? What is this crazy? <laughs> crazy dude. What's going on? But no, I like Eminem and I love this content, you know. And there's a song that he has called Headlights. It's like not on this album, but it's on a few albums prior. Uh where it's him apologizing to making a song about his mother and to apologize to his mother. And it's such a great song. It, it you can see the you can hear the regret in his voice of, you know, yeah. you know, doing what he did. And it's good that he owns up to, yeah, hey, I was an idiot. I I did that because I. this is how I responded, you know, but I responded wrong. Yeah. It seems like that's what rappers do. They respond in a negative way to attack other rappers or other people that either hurt them in their life. It's just how they... Beef. It's what we it's, call beef breading. It's called beef. It's called beef. Well, I'm not a rapper, Aaron. <laughs> no, Brandy, you're not. Uh, neither <laughs> am I. Uh, but, uh, all right, well, anything else you want to discuss real quick before we uh, cut it off? I, We're about to bang it come to another any, hour. I don't have anything. I don't. I got nothing. Me neither. It's our podcast, guys. I bet y'all probably like, man, this is so boring. But I'm sorry. We're just two dudes with attitudes. So we're Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash. Who's it? <laughs> Dibs on the shine. Well, I could be Big Daddy Cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He'll Big Daddy Cool, though. My face. Uh, so, real quick. Um, I heard that AEW had... Uh, I heard Vince didn't think AEW was going to have a good episode this week, but I heard AEW did have a good episode. I haven't followed it. So oh, I, Bash at the Beach? Yeah. They're probably getting sued over. Yeah. Did they have a Bash at the Beach? Yeah, yeah, they did. Really? DDP even wrestled on it. What? Yeah. Did they call it Bash at the Beach? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's like, what's what? going on here? What happened? <laughs> How, that's brazen. Did they, did they forget that WWE the, owned it? They did own it. They let the rights They let the rights go? It's fired, and AEW picked it up. As far as I know it, but they're still going to try to sue them because I don't know. It's it's a, it's a, it's a little mess. They let the rights go, and AEW picked it up. So yeah. technically, it belongs to AEW. From everything I've heard. So do they also own just the name, or all the content associated with the name? I'm not sure. Because it would be dope if they own Bash at the Beach. All of them that is on the network, and they got paid to AEW. They wouldn't. They probably let the name go, but not the, so much the contents. I think it's the name, not the content. But did they I literally have it know. on the beach? I mean, I didn't get to see it because I don't. We don't have live channels anymore, and it don't come on Hulu unless you have live channels. So I haven't got to see it in like the past five, six weeks. No, me neither. But I, I knew. But I don't have cable. And I always, only well, yeah, time I watch it is on YouTube. They're still beating NXT. Uh, I think they lost maybe twice to NXT. Uh, mm. They haven't reached a million yet since that first episode. Yeah. 
where they got close to two, uh, but their their numbers are slowly climbing. Yeah, it's gonna take time. It's you know, um, just. I, but I hadn't paid attention to it, so I don't. But it, once again, I haven't watched neither one of them. Uh, I haven't. I'm not. I'm still a fan of wrestling, and I check in on it every now and then. Uh, but I haven't watched any of it. I've been more concerned with watching these movies. Speaking of movies, Brandon. Um, what is the Mark Out Movie Podcast? Hence <laughs> the name. Uh, are you planning on watching doing any Oscar catch ups? Whether if there's there one I watch, probably Jojo Rabbit, but I'm not sure if I'll get to. Yeah. You uh, And you say you won't, do you don't know about seeing 1917. Well, I, I'm going to try to see it next week. That is what I'm trying to see. But uh, I'm also going to try to see Just Mercy. What about Parasite? You know, uh, Regal has this thing where they're going to yeah, have... It's not commercial. They do not... They, you shared you, it on Facebook. I don't have any time. Regal, do you want to um, <laughs> want to sponsor us, Regal? We're... we're Open for sponsorship. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Ringo has this thing going on. <laughs> this is so comedic. Uh, <laughs> Ringo has this thing where they're pretty much showing all the Academy Award winning movies happening. Um, if you don't know what's going on, Brandon's getting attacked by a dog. <laughs> and the dog thinks he's playing with her. But anyway. This is not yes. Damn. Alright, anyway. I think we're going to cut this off now. <laughs> I think it's ran its course. Uh, it's 2.49. Yep. So, um. Yep. Yeah, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spavey. <laughs> and it is the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. Podcasters. Have a good weekend.